0: I got all tuned up one night uh, by myself. It's been like forty dollars on Taco Bell, but that's another story. Um, Go on. In that same <laughs> night, so long story, you get listened. So
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're listening to those Drambiansers with your hosts John and Zach.
2: Hey everyone, I'm John, and I'm Zach, and welcome to Those Drammienzers, where we drink bourbon
3: and talk about it.
2: Wow, you actually are talking very loudly today. I'm proud of you. I'm feeling a lot of pressure right now because <laughs> I put you on the spot like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you got quiet again. Stop it. <laughs> All right, folks. So we have a bit of a interesting experimental show here today. We got together with Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends as we normally do. And what? decided to Shush and decided to try something different and do kind of a tasting panel with some members of PWF who don't normally or as curious about coming to a tasting or just, you know, haven't really done tasting before or like to learn more about how to do tastings and, and the whatnot. Scott is sitting here with us as well. Do you want to kind of explain the reasoning behind setting something like this up?
4: So uh, with Aaron and the admin group, we kind of came to a decision that we wanted to call this the Pittsburgh Whiskey Table. And it's kind of a play on Pittsburgh cookie table Mm -hmm. that you have at a traditional Pittsburgh wedding. And the idea is we just wanted to bring some of the friends from the group together and just have kind of like an informal chat about... Couple different pours, and just kind of pull back the curtain on how we, as a group, just do tastings and kind of talk about things.
2: Cool. Yeah. So we're going to call this, you know, season one, episode one of the Pittsburgh Whiskey Table. Uh, not sure how much, you know, depending on how tonight goes, the world is how long, how much uh, we will often we will do these.
3: Um, no pressure.
2: Yeah. No pressure <laughs> for everybody. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, we're going to go around the room. We have three members of PWF here and why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, normally we get into your whiskey journey. Uh, so give us like a quick sum up of maybe your your first whiskey or how you got into whiskey and, and so on. So, so my name's Mark. I, uh, started out being more of like a
5: bourbon and rye drinker. Uh, my wife and I. We will meet next. Uh, went to Scotland in 2018 and kind of went off the rails getting into single malt scotch and <laughs> buy it like it's going out of style now. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, I mean, I kind of, I love it all. Bourbon, rye, uh, scotch from everywhere from non peated to the smokiest thing you can find <laughs> and in between. Nice.
2: Well, welcome. Thank you.
6: I'm Joanna. Um, I also um, was not really much of a whiskey drinker at all until we went to scotland and i humored my husband and said sure i'll go with you to the (laughs) scotch malt whiskey experience and when i was there i tried a space side that for some reason was just like wow this is the most amazing thing ever Mm -hmm. and then i started rolling down the hill really quickly into whiskey and so now we sit on a dragon horde of bottles at home (laughs) because we can't stop buying more stuff
2: and that and that's that's a good one to get into, you know, most people when they they think scotch, right now, I think we've talked about it earlier before we turned the microphones on, is that they think like the peatiness, right? And they go, oh, I don't like scotch. But there's so much more to scotch than just peat, right? Speyside Highland is like perfect, like intro level for that. So awesome. Welcome.
6: Thanks.
0: Yeah. So, um, uh, I'm Brian. My journey started, oh gosh. Probably with whiskey ginger ales, to be quite honest. Same. Uh, well, and that kind of got me into, this was going back probably 10 years. You used to be able to buy Blantons on the shelves in Walmarts in West Virginia. And I liked them because they had a cool little top and a fancy little bottle. So I used to make whiskey ginger ales with Blantons, <laughs> which is sacrilege these days. Um, and then I was just on a whiskey ginger ale kick for five or six years. Uh, I went on a honeymoon with my now ex-wife lovely, (laughs) lovely marriage of six months. Um, we went on a honeymoon and, um, just talking to the bartenders on the cruise ship, uh, started drinking some open 14, some monkey shoulder, stuff like that. And that got me into drinking stuff more on the rocks, more neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was three years ago now. And uh, now I'm just into a little bit of everything, you know, so bourbons, rye, Japanese scotch. You know, mm-hmm. I have a little bit of everything in my collection. I don't really hone in on one thing. So this should be a, a good time with the selection of variety we have here.
2: Absolutely. All right. Well, welcome to you as well. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Scotty, you want to start us off?
4: Absolutely. So uh, before us, we have four different glasses. And the first one that we're going to do tonight is the Matsui Mizura cask. And this is from, and I'm going to butcher this, but it's the Kuriashi Distillery. And it's aged in Japanese Mizura oak. Uh, there's no age statement on this, but it is a single malt. And it's bottled about 48% ABV. And it's blended with water from Mount Dyson.
2: Interesting. So when Scott sent us like his his write-up for the, for today for the notes, uh, he added a little something-something in there. And he added some gorgeous notes gorgeous. for Zach to look at. So, um, Mark, can you hand Zach the, the bottle? It's right in front of you. Yeah. So he can give yeah. a quick, quick sum up. Gorgeous.
3: Well, I am going to use these wonderful notes that Scotty gave me. I am,
2: but I'm going to interject it forward. So for those of you that might be coming to the show first time, uh, Zach in his marketing and graphic design background gives his own take on the bottle style, the bottle label, and kind of gives his like little spin on what he thinks about it. So those are his gorgeous moments. Um, And we call it that because he called it that the one time. So we just went with it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. We roll with it. We have fun.
3: That's 90% of the show.
2: Basically. Yeah. After you, sir.
3: Thank you, sir. Scotty gave me some really great notes to talk about. Um, First of all, you can see um, the 36 views of Mount Fuji on this uh, bottle, and it's featuring some red-crowned cranes that are native to Japan. So, you know, it's all very appropriate for the whiskey. Something else that I really like about this is actually the paper that they printed on this um a lot of japanese art is done with ink and brushes on a paper that's very similar to this so it feels very authentic when you hold the bottle so in addition to looking like the actual the 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 real deal it feels like the real deal so i think i rate this one a gorgeous
2: (laughs) excellent and uh for those playing the home game uh we are now whether or not how this comes out i'm not sure but um we are videotaping this as well so if this uh the oh, editing shit, and the I shoot. About that, <laughs> I know I'm sitting here like sitting real weird. And I'm like, oh wait, no, he's got the camera Looks pointed like right at me. I'm <laughs> sitting right now. Um, so depending on how this show goes <laughs> or how the video goes, this may or may not show up on uh, the YouTube's. Just saying.
3: When is this gonna air?
0: <laughs> Sorry, Zach. They certainly can't see you behind me. You're fine. <laughs> right, cool. right. No, I'm good with that. Man.
3: We tried to do cameras once. It went poorly, so it became a podcast. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um. Scott, and he, and he, take the take the lead, buddy. Absolutely.
4: Um, so I do have some tasting notes and nosing notes for each of them, but you know, they're just a guideline. Um, it's totally a guideline. We can you know kind of talk about it as we go. But um, from their website, they say on the nose that you'll get a fresh floral, vanilla, and baking spice and coconut. So you want to start with the first glass and just kind of nose it and see what you find.
3: I found Waldo. Jesus Christ!
2: Such a dad.
0: I believe I found the thirty seventh view of Mount Fuji. <laughs> I
2: feel Stuff like it.
6: Sorry, I feel like it smells like the inside of a bag of chocolate chips when you open it up.
5: I'm getting the vanilla, I'm not getting the coconut that they say to look for. Do they do they have a lot of coconuts in Japan? Are they sure that's what it smells like? Not that I'm aware of. Is anyone else getting coconut? You get the vanilla very much so. More so the floral. Yeah. Yeah, the floral is
0: dominating.
2: I enjoy this nose. For sure. Mm -hmm.
0: I can confirm it does smell like whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) I'd imagine the taste is going to taste like whiskey.
5: You sound like me whenever anyone asks me about wine.
2: I'm like, Yep, that's <laughs> wine. Yeah. Well, there's that uh, that one meme that's floating around all the whiskey groups on Facebook, and it's just like, you know, I have I smell, I'm getting hints of cocoa and blah 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 blah, and then the other girls, I'm I'm getting wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Might be appropriate for today's may, episode. May, may we drink, or do you want to talk oh, first?
3: Uh,
4: how about we take a taste of it and then I'll give the, mm. the notes. Mm. Okay, dokie.
3: I messed up already. I took a sip like five minutes ago. It's our show.
4: Yeah.
5: So burn on that. Um, yeah, I feel like, I mean, I know we said it's no age statement, but based on the the color. Which we should probably talk about in case this doesn't make it a video. Yeah. It's very, it, it's very, very pale. I guess according to this color chart, I'd I'd call it water white. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is almost assuredly a fairly young whiskey. Um, just again because the alcohol burn and the and the color. It shows. This is
0: yeah. almost like a white wine as far as color. Like a
5: yeah, it's I mean
0: like a boxed white
2: wine too, Franzia. <laughs> so I don't know how. Did you guys participate in the, the calendar at all? Mm-mm. So for us, because we do five at a time, it's very easy to pick out which ones are the scotches or the non-American ones because they're always super light in color. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: For sure, I've got an eight-year-old Lagavulin at home that's almost this color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: So if you want, I'll give you the official tasting notes on their website. Um, they say that you should have a velvety mouthfeel with rich oak, cinnamon. Ginger, chili spice, and toffee sweetness.
2: I was with you on the first two bits, and then after mm-hmm. the cinnamon, I kind of like eh, you know. For me personally, lost you. that's okay. It's definitely very sweet too. You mm-hmm. definitely get a toffee sweetness, I'm but I feel like the chili. the nose is sweeter mm-hmm. than the, than on the palate. The
4: palate is definitely spicier.
2: Yep,
5: I get a
0: really dry finish too, mm-hmm. like like dusty grain dryness. Mm-hmm.
2: It doesn't start out like that, though. No, it has that velvety for sure start, and then you're right; it does kind of about halfway through it dies out. Mm-hmm.
6: I still keep getting a little bit of chocolate, so I'm wondering yeah. if I'm like the person who's going to have the kooky palette. That That's okay. Could <laughs> good. Good. Enough, good. We want
2: that?
1: Because <laughs>
0: I'm
6: really good. getting we're that basic chip.
2: over here.
0: <laughs> Mark, you were asking me about the Yoshiki I brought earlier, and it has a very similar. Finish on it where, but it's nowhere near as uh, complex and as good on, uh, off the bat. So, But you still get that alcohol hit on that. And that's a 10 year old Japanese whiskey. So this may hmm. be right around 10 years old as well if we're trying to nail down an
4: age.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And then uh, according to their notes for the finish, um, it should be smooth and silky with caramel, floral, oak, tobacco, and then vanilla bean. I get. None of that.
0: Mm-mm. Not yeah. the oak. The oak, yeah. The, oak. the dryness. You don't get. You don't get the tobacco there. a little
5: bit. No. I can I Like I could. I could see myself drinking this with like a very mild-bodied cigar, mm-hmm. like a. I don't it's know, like it's a there. A white I think
2: the oak is masking the tobacco for me, but there's something on that back end there. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice finish, though.
5: I mean, it's yeah. it, it. It at least is a nice like. It's kind of like a medium finish,
2: and it's not a crazy like hug. Mm-hmm. It's there. Like you know, it's there. But it's not, like, punching you in the chest.
0: No. I think the best, much good. best part about this whiskey is the nose, though. Yeah, absolutely. For uh-huh.
2: sure. Speaking
4: of nose, I will do a throwback to my episode. We have the nosy bottles here. Yes.
1: Hello. Mm-hmm.
4: So if anybody wants to confirm a note that they think they might be getting, we have probably about 35, 40 different uh, flavors and aromas
2: represented there. hmm so yeah, if you if you want to just let Scott know, and he's got a the the, the if I remember correctly, the lid has the Correct. which ones are on there. Yep. Do you want everyone to rate it? Do we want everybody to rate these, even though they're kind of sitting on the table anyway? Okay, no, it'd be good to refresh okay. everyone's memory of what Absolutely. they are, especially if we get new people joining in today. Do you, you want to run
4: through the ratings? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so. One thing we'll have you do to, to round out each sample is um, we use a sim- we use a uh, rating method similar to the buy bar pass method, right? You definitely want to buy a bottle of this, no matter what, no matter what factors—taste, cost, anything, right? Bar, you're not too into it, right? Maybe the cost is throwing you off. Maybe you're not quite there on the taste or the palate, um, and so someone should buy it at a bar. Try it at a bar first, right? Get an ounce pour, go from there. Pass means, for whatever reason, you want to de- seem deemed fit, uh, pass on this bottle. Don't ever try to buy it, okay? But we, uh, ease it, and we go, instead of buy a bar pass, it is Haas. So you want to buy a bottle and bring it to your Haas. Downtown, you want to try it at a bar downtown. Downtown. Or if it's a pass, it's a throw it at. Everybody good with those? Ha, so, Dantana, throw it out. Past Dantana, throw it out. And Banana. uh if you're not from the area, do your best. Zach does his best all the time. All right, I'm so. not a native Pittsburgh. <laughs> <either, laughs> so um on the first yeah, my, the My, my Pittsburghese
3: sounds like a Pittsburgher having a stroke, so <laughs> the
2: Mat what is it called? Matsui. Matsuki? Matsui? Matsui. Yeah, I'll go last. <laughs> so Mark, you wanna you wanna go first? What would you rate this?
5: It would depend heavily on what it actually runs for a bottle, but mm-hmm. I'm probably leaning towards like a Danton. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I would drink this mm-hmm. at a Japanese restaurant, you mm-hmm. know, having some sushi or something like that. It probably would not be some, the first Japanese whiskey that I would choose if I was going mm-hmm. to the store to buy okay. it. Yeah, like for example, those those uh, those Game of Thrones scotches, the and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. ice that came mm-hmm. out. I was not about to buy them when they were forty bucks a bottle. Yeah. No. But when they went on sale for like 20 bucks a bottle, I was like, fuck it. Why not? And There you go. This is your first curse word of the afternoon.
4: It's our first swear. Yeah. Hey.
2: That's the word of the day. <clears throat> <laughs> uh. <laughs> the letter of the day is F. <clears throat> the, my son was watching Sesame Street uh, marathon today. So now I have all those. I have all those uh, <clears throat> letter of the day is here in my head now. So. I'm
5: surprised you didn't do like the count when we were doing the mic test. Like, you know what? They don't, uh, 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 they don't. They
2: don't. use count as much. I'm a little a little peeved uh, by that. Yeah, that's a rare appearance. Some of the new ones are trying to be hip.
0: Well, the Transylvanians got offended by how uh, they were yes. uh-huh, So, uh-huh. you know,
2: 88. Okay, so Mark, how, does that sway you at all, or is that keep That's you gonna it?
5: that's gonna be like probably a third out. Okay, at all that right. point, because <laughs> at a bar they would probably want too much for a dram for mm-hmm. what it's mm-hmm. worth. Cool. Mm. do you have
6: oh definitely a throw it out okay mm-hmm. what in your I think what in your cup of tea I think it's just it, whiskey. it's a little bit too young and doesn't have enough of a complex flavor for me to sit and want to sip it mm-hmm. like I like to think about if I want to sip this on my couch mm-hmm. hanging out and I didn't want to sip that at all
2: okay. okay nothing wrong with that Scotty
4: um I think I would agree with Mark uh his previous statement about having it out at a downtown um I wouldn't so much do sushi, but I think like a Japanese steakhouse, this would be excellent.
1: You know, mm-hmm.
4: have a nice uh, steak and fried rice.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Have this as the drink. Absolutely. So, downtown.
2: Excellent.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Inch Jaggos needs to head down to East Liberty, you know, and uh, <laughs> grab yourself a dram of this, you know, in a solo cup. But, um, on as, way to on. that's right, <laughs> you know. But as far as the actual. <laughs> Uh, you know, I kind of agree with Scott. I think this is kind of a situational dependence where you're going to be mm-hmm. at what you're doing. Certainly, I'm not going to buy a $90 bottle of it. Um, you know, and then on top of that, just uh, it, it, if you're downtown, the price point might be too high. But if you're in a little bit more intimate setting, maybe it is cheaper. So I certainly wouldn't throw it out. But uh, I'd be reaching for Yamazaki 12 before this, without a doubt. Agreed. So. Mm-hmm.
5: Or Hakushu 12. Love Hakushi yeah. 12
2: downtown I'm a downtown as well. Downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. for all the reasons everybody said, it's it's good. It's not going to be my first grab. There's no. plenty other ones. And 88 that I, is steep. Yeah, 88 is steep. I'm I'm going to reach for um, what was the one that uh, we tried at the <laughs> with the whiskey fest. We tried a lot. Oh, the Centauri. Yeah, yeah that, that one. I, I'd reach for that first before this one. First, yeah. Um, so yeah, cool. Right. Any questions on this one before we move on? Sorry, that was my teacher that came out. Sorry, I apologize. (laughs) Scotty, what's next? There's going to be a test. There's going to be a test.
4: So number two, we have ourselves the McAllen edition, number five. So this is a Highland single malt. Once again, there's no age statement. Uh, We're sitting at 48.5% ABV, and... Uh, just a little backstory on it. Uh, the fifth release in McCallum's edition series was blended by whiskey maker Sarah Burgess and consists entirely of liquid matured in American oak, a combination of first fill bourbon casks and first fill and refill sherry casks. Zach?
3: Gorgeous. Um. No, okay, so at first I was like, oh, this is a nice shade of purple, but like, as I'm reading the note that they partnered with Pantone, I'm having like a nerdgasm <laughs> right now.
4: Colorgasm. Yeah,
3: colorgasm. Designergasm just sounded too long.
2: <laughs> but you um, said it
3: anyway. But I did say it anyway, because it's our show. Mm-hmm. Um, no, um, the fact that they partnered up with Pantone in and of itself is awesome. But also the fact that they came up with a purple that would pair nicely with this like beautiful bronze color in the bottle. Mm-hmm. And that they just go so well together. I love that. So, I give this a gorgeous also. We're two for two
7: so far.
6: Alright. Mm-hmm.
7: Uh, it's just coming up to temperature.
2: No, that's fine. Because I'll just find that spot and that'll be where I Use my uh, uh, noise reduction as off of that one, so it'll it'll get rid of all that for the most part. Thank you.
0: I mean to be fair, what's more Pittsburgh than a podcast in a garage with a supplemental heater going?
2: Exactly. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's it hitting hey, the, it hit the aesthetics. We're very uh, open the aesthetics.
2: We're very open the fact that this is not done in a soundstage. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually at my bar at my house. So, and there's usually kids screaming upstairs. So,
3: and a doggo wagging his tail.
2: And a doggo wagging his tail. Yeah.
6: We have a cat that likes to sniff the whiskey with us. Oh, nice. <laughs>
2: nice. Mm-hmm. Does he have a good nose for it?
6: I think so. <laughs> he does. It's, he really it's does. weird. Like
2: the one the he one cat will,
5: will come on your lap and if you're holding the glass, will sniff it and run away. The other one wants to get his face in there.
2: Like, <laughs> right. My dog doesn't want anything to do with. He doesn't care. <laughs> if
0: there's a cat coming on your lap, you probably need to get him fixed.
2: <laughs> oh Yo, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna lie. It took me a second. I was like, "Oh, there we go." <laughs> yeah. I, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Someone, I'm really glad someone else went there first.
0: <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I, I, wanted to, I wanted to hit it instantly right, as soon as he said it, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah, "Let's feel it out feel phrasing,
2: it." Then I just went. If we're doing phrasing, otherwise it awesome. might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, you know. That's great. I love, I love this show.
3: Good because you,
6: it's yours. It's
3: yours. Yeah,
2: tis tis mine. It's yours is mine, what's mine is mine. Right? You want to talk about the nosy notes? Why I'm first? divorced. Absolutely. So the I'm divorced. Notes, uh,
4: this is from <laughs> once again their website. Uh, on the nose, you get salted caramel, chocolate, mm-hmm. briny, apricots, oranges, cinnamon, sandalwood, jasmine, wood notes including amber, tea a hint of
3: fresh apples. It's a lot of fucking flavors. Yeah. yeah. I was like,
5: I was like, did somebody have like a flavored dartboard that they were just like chucking All darts at? They took to
0: the flavor
3: wheel <laughs> <laughs> and threw darts at it. Like no, don't get me wrong, it smells yeah. really good. Yeah. I'm just sitting here like, I think someone's full of shit.
0: I mean, I'm getting caramel-covered apples <laughs> for sure. Definitely
5: getting the apple, definitely getting the salty caramel, maybe a bit of the chocolate. Yeah, like, like as far as a hint of apple,
0: and that's maybe what I'm picking up on too. I don't have the most refined palate. I mean, I'm just a construction marker, so... If it doesn't smell like dust.
5: I'm definitely not getting like jasmine or the tea.
6: Yeah, definitely the like caramel-y chocolate with the fruit. It reminds me a little bit of those chocolate oranges that you smack and break them apart. Yeah, I, get, I
5: can see that. It, it, the won't. nose is great though. <clears throat>
4: uh, so on the palate, um, we'll get uh, silky with coffee, cloves, allspice, ginger, salted caramel, mm. White pepper,
2: raisins, and dried cranberries. Mm. I ain't it. Yet. No. <laughs> it tastes like, like whiskey syrup. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting a strong whiskey
0: vibe.
5: Definitely not getting the cloves. How about how about you, Joanna? Joanna's not a fan of cloves. You're not tasting any, right?
6: No, I have a like actual revulsion to cloves after having had my teeth packed with them. For several months when I was a teenager, and so I'm not getting any clothes, or I would put this down right now.
0: I feel like that story needs elaborated. Yeah,
2: I was just going to do that.
0: Wisdom
1: (laughs) teeth.
6: I had my wisdom teeth removed, and somebody did a very poor job, and all four had dry sockets and infections. Mm -hmm. And so the only thing they could do to get the infection out was to pack them with clothes. Um, I was 16 and had no control over it, so... Now I don't eat anything that has to do with clothes. was
0: this I, a medieval doctor?
6: I mean, I mean, he I mean was, they he didn't penicillin, practice, like he legit went out of practice like the next month. <laughs> <laughs> he left you, town. you know to be
5: suspicious when the sign says "Dentist and horseshoes repaired here <laughs> <It> goes, yeah
0: <laughs> it goes back to uh, the barber's performing oh, surgery yeah. and <laughs> dental work and everything else,
6: yeah, so I'm getting no clothes. No, or for sure, spice actually. At all. I get the silky mouth feel, mm-hmm. you
0: know, this is a, you can sit on your tongue and linger without uh, without yeah. making a or anything. I'm definitely getting the raisins. Like the cat? <laughs> no. <laughs> not that
5: cat. I'm very, I'm very much getting the raisins. And I'm very much getting, I'm get, well, not very much, but I'm getting a little bit of that, the white pepper spice as well.
2: Some of the ginger. I think that's where Some I'm at too on this one. I, I, I've been it be chipping ginger, it a couple yeah. of times to try to hone in on nice that. that's a little burn. I think I'm on that train right there, Mark. Right
1: with you.
5: It's good though. I'm enjoying it. I'm sure. I'm sure when when I invariably ask how much his bottle was, it'll be more money than I would spend on it because <laughs> McAllen, being the Kleenex of whiskey, tends to.
0: You know how much that purple ink cost for that label? I lot. not. Yeah.
5: yeah.
0: Are we supposed
6: to call it the McAllen, like the Pennsylvania State University? Well, people are like really <laughs> again. Like, Do because... call it Macallan. It's
5: the Or the, the Macallan. Ohio State. University. Yeah. That's right. because McAllen is again the Kleenex of Scotch and. They capitalize on that. Just a bunch of jag
0: offs. Yeah.
5: Well, it's like you you drink some of the higher end ones, like Reflexion. Reflexion is good, but it's ridiculously expensive. And do I really need to pay you for a leak crystal decanter bottle? No, I want the juice inside. <laughs> can I get Can I get the cheaper version? That's like you know in a plastic jug, but has the same whiskey. We're good. So their
4: finishing notes on this one is very simple. After all those other notes, <laughs> They um, ran out. They couldn't yeah, afford They, they couldn't afford bad to bad pay news. the psalm the any more
0: money. There's
3: no more flavors to pick. <laughs> Absolutely. But
4: they went with bitter dark chocolate, tobacco,
5: and charcoal. I get none of that. It's a very short finish, though. Yeah, I mean, very it's, short. It's, it's gone almost immediately. If by charcoal
0: they mean just like a really clean, kind of smooth, filtered finish, then I kind yeah. of understand that. And that would... You know, account towards that short finish, but um, maybe the slightest hint of tobacco, and not pipe tobacco either, like shitty cigarettes, like <laughs> Marble Reds. You know, um, or not even
5: probably PallMalls. Yeah, I'm actually surprised it doesn't have more of a finish. I mean, it's it's actually pretty good on the palate. Like I would sit and sit around and drink a good amount of this, but I'm amazed that it just kind of immediately is gone almost. Mine is gone.
0: (laughs) You hated it, didn't you? It was fucking terrible. (laughs) Throwing it out. As a matter of fact, Aaron, when you throw that out, the bed of my truck, if you just want to aim for it, you know. Yeah, what's the price?
2: Uh, With tax in PA 124. It's 124 with tax.
0: I don't think, I mean, for no age statement, it's high, but it's also the McAllen.
6: The McAllen. The. Yeah. That's actually, actually, that's actually the not bad. Because McAllen doesn't start with a vowel, but I'm just yeah. the English nerd technical writer <laughs> over here, so. Yeah. <laughs>
5: that's not bad. That's one of the, your benefits there, being in a control state, because I bet you that's twice as much. Somewhere Secondary else. Secondary market.
2: For sure.
3: For sure. Yeah. So one, keep...
2: 125,
5: I'd, yeah, it's not bad.
2: Well, yeah. since we got they the- they put
3: a hashtag on this? They did. They they put one, a, what they, is it? Goddamn Hashtag McAllen creates. <laughs> Mark, rating? That just kind of eh. just pisses you off. I, man. I mean, I work, I do shit for social, oh, and I'm fine with it. But like, it's just you don't put it on the McGallon
0: It uh, it certainly changes my rating. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it, it you just, shouldn't have pointed it, that. It just out. cheapens the whole experience. It, it
5: does.
3: They put it real little. So
5: I was gonna say Haas, and now that there's a hashtag on there, just you know, <laughs> throw
0: it out.
3: Why bother? Want
5: to give it boomer rage? Why no. bother? Um. Yeah, I would, I would, I would host this. I would definitely drink more of this. And I don't, I don't have. We have quite a few bottles of whiskey at home, and no McAllen. And I would add this to our whiskey collection for sure. Cool.
6: I don't know. I might actually fight you on bringing it into our house. <laughs> uh,
5: have you ever fought me on any whiskey I've ever bought ever? No.
6: no. Uh, <laughs> I would actually go with Danton. I think I would drink this out at dinner or something, but I'm probably not gonna. It's not. Complex enough for me, it's not blowing my skirt up for me to bring it home.
2: Cool, Scotty.
6: So,
4: mine would be twofold for myself personally. It would be a downtown. I liked it,
2: be a what? A downtown. Sorry, a A what? There you go. (laughs) We we don't understand. You've been on this before, they get they get a pass. You don't get a pass. (laughs) Uh,
4: so yeah, I I liked it, it was okay. But my wife, Michelle, she absolutely loves scotch, so. Mm -hmm. I think for her, it'd be a house. Okay. So it'll probably
2: end up in our house. It's going to magically disappear from this table when you guys leave as she gets oh, yeah. up to walk over this way. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. Uh, I'm taking it to the house
0: just like Fast Willie Parker. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I just think downtown it would be too high of a price point for me. 125 on the bottle, downtown, they're going to charge you 30 bucks a pour. You know, I can get the whole bottle for four pours. You know, mm-hmm. that, at least that's the way I'm looking at it. Um, I just think they're just going to, you know, it's a Macallan. Mm-hmm. It's a special edition, special finish, purple label. They're going to jack the price up. So. Hashtag. The hashtag. And I want to point out the hashtag is the same size font as the rest of everything else on the bottle, except for the Gaelic. The Gaelic's actually the smallest uh, font, <laughs> which to me is way more important than a hashtag. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, that exactly. I can read Gaelic, but, you know. It oh,
5: is more important. All you need to know is Slantjeva. And and that's really all the Gaelic that you functionally. I mean, know, I'm Scottish speaking. and Irish. I should know more, but whatever. I'm a jaguar. I mean People, people who live in Ireland don't. Well, actually, they they require them to learn Gaelic in school, but then they forget it all. I so. mean, I have a
0: Claddagh tattoo and other, amongst other Irish identifications. So it is what yeah. it is.
5: And I guess, I guess, just because it's a no judgment zone, we won't judge you for not knowing more Gaelic. <laughs> Otherwise, anywhere else, I would judge you severely. <laughs>
3: Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know what I want to give it. Hashtag's throwing me off. Yeah, know, I told um, you. Does I that change your is... gorgeous rating? No. A little. <laughs> <It's> kind of gorgeous. <laughs> don't put a hashtag on an expensive bottle. Some bullshit. Just, it's right freaking... If you want to put that on your social posts, fine. But why the fuck would you put it on the bottle? Yeah. It's, sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm getting really worked up over this.
0: Hey, I mean... <laughs> The the marketing geniuses that McAllen are you'd think they wouldn't miss up like that, but they do. At the McAllen, yes, the McAllen, the McAllen the marketing even have department. the
3: Homestead on the bottle. what's <laughs> because well, well, it's, it's what like... they want you to tag
5: it with when you're mm-hmm. when you're sharing the pictures on Instagram or whatever. Zach, did you
2: give a, an overall? No, no, I got
3: worked up over the hashtag. Uh, I'm going to give it uh-huh, a downtown. There. I'm still going to give it a gorgeous because I respect the fact that they worked with Pantone, but I'm going to tell them to don't put a hashtag on the front of your bottle. Stop it.
0: I'm just I'm still trying to figure out who the fuck Pantone is.
2: <laughs> there's sometimes I just let him go. Like, like you're making makeup.
0: a really they big
3: deal about Pantone. No, they, I, I was no, Pan, I was joking, yeah, I know. Pantone, it's color scheme. Um, it like they match colors very specifically. So if there's like a specific color that you want when you're printing something and you mm-hmm. don't want it to look kind of like that color, you want that fucking color. You go to Pantone and you get into Pantone. So it's sort of like the guy at the paint counter at Lowe's? Only better. Mm-hmm.
6: And they have a color of the year every year.
3: Mm-hmm. 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 I'm just learning all
5: kind of new things
6: now.
3: Wow. <laughs> no, because the guy at the paint counter at Lowe's still has to mix certain colors mm-hmm. with that CMYK value. Mm-hmm. Pantone, they like. All right, this, this <laughs> podcast is going to
0: turn for the worst. Sorry. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> You're a millennial. Would you like to rumble? Would you like to rumble?
3: Uh, I haven't had enough. To after after it. a few I'll more. Still after feels, a few I'll more still feel. Like i still have a scrap. I'll i have, still feel it hit. I had the full one. You <laughs> <Yeah. know. laughs> you
2: Once scrap? my face goes down, maybe we can. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give us a downtown as well, um, just because one twenty five for me is steep. I thought this was good, but and I'm not I'm not knowledgeable on the rest of like McCallen's line to know like where this falls like price wise and like taste wise and everything. So I'm gonna stick it with a downtown and it would probably be even though if it was like thirty dollars an ounce, like you said, Brian, mm-hmm. um, i I'd be getting it if I was out like. And a nice dinner, where, right. on, where I'm like looking to spend that much uh, yeah. on an ounce anyway. So I think McAllen
0: ten's sixty bucks a bottle. Yeah, and then what the the fifteens almost one hundred and fifty. I mean, these are just I ballpark. Mean, you're, you're looking out of at like three
5: hundred for McAllen eighteen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. It gets, that's the thing is like that's what I'm saying. It, I mean, it for one twenty-five.
2: So it's about it's middle of
0: yeah. Yeah, we got you. Middle of the road, I mean, but I think it's definitely better than the ten. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's worth the premium, twice the cost of a ten.
2: Cool, good.
5: And it's not like a reflexion where you're looking at two grand for a bottle.
3: But the crystal decanter. That,
5: what are you going to do with? <laughs> when you're you're going to have a decanter
0: with a, a Maca-
2: with a Macallan sticker on it?
0: And yeah. a hashtag. Yeah.
2: Scotty, what do we got next?
4: Uh, up next, uh, will be number three. And number three is the smoke Wagon private barrel bourbon enthusiast pick. Now, this one's probably unknown to most of the people around this table. Probably the majority of the people that are listening. But I'll give you a little bit of background on it. So uh, the Smoke Wagon is from the Nevada H&C Distilling Company. Um, So they actually work with MGP Distillery out of Indiana, who does contract distilling for a lot of the kind of newer startup uh, distilleries in the industry. And they are actually located in the heart of downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. And a fun fact that I found is that they were the first distillery in Las Vegas. And when they went to uh, apply for their distilling license, uh, the city council of Nevada had to actually invent one because it didn't exist. (laughs) So they made it on the fly.
0: Are there mob ties with this whiskey?
4: Uh, possibly, and that will be part of my uh, story coming up here right now. Oh, wow. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, that was a, <laughs> a, a good lead-in. Oh, no, right. That was a great lead-in.
0: You're welcome, then, in that case. <laughs> I'm the natural.
4: So what made this particular bottle so unique, and some would say controversial, involves a mix-up that occurred during the process of distribution. Uh, this pick was made by the Caribbean Enthusiast Group and a liquor store owner known as Crazy Naz, Purchased the very same barrel from the distributor working with bourbon enthusiasts.
6: He was legally
4: able to uh, make the purchase because there was no purchase order attached to the barrel. Apparently that's a law in California and they just, they found a loophole. So basically everybody in the bourbon community just cried foul on this. So they're like, what's wrong with you? And uh, Smoke Wagon came out on all the social media and said that, uh, the distributors that uh, have worked with Crazy Nas are kind of like backing away from him now because it just it was really just bad play on his part. So, a um, quick, couple quick facts. Uh, this is from Warehouse WG3. It's barrel number five five nine eight, twelve years old, and one hundred and thirteen proof. Zach,
3: I love this bottle so much. It's just it really is very pretty. Um, it's got the Desert Sage, which Scott so knowledgeably pointed out is the Nevada State Flower. And it's raised on the glass. I don't know. This whole thing just feels like craftsmanship to me. Like from the paper to the raised ink to the wax seal that's actually embedded in the glass. Showing both of the crossed smoke wagons, a.k.a. Colt Single Action Army Revolvers. Thank you, Scott, again for making these notes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love this so much. I also love that they have the um, the Latin. I'm going to butcher the hell out of this, but here we go. Bibamus uh, moriendum est. Let it, that was pretty good. Let it us okay. drink for we must die. All right. No, I love this. And there's not a hashtag in sight. I'm so. curious to see if the if uh,
5: you know the hype from the bottle matches the. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, because that's that's the things you find so often with a lot of these like smaller quote unquote craft distillers that are buying mgp juice and sometimes aging it or doing things or finishing it themselves or sometimes just put it in a fancy bespoke bottle mm-hmm. and then they're like i'm gonna charge you a hundred dollars for something that is the exact same mash bill as a whiskey you could buy on the shelf for 40 you know mm-hmm. yeah plain as day distilled in indiana right on the back mm-hmm. at least they're i mean at least they're transparent open about that Mm -hmm. and and again i mean there's nothing wrong with i mean there are major brands that still use mgp to to do the distilling um i love sagamore rye and until they built their big distillery in baltimore Mm -hmm. and started actually distilling there they were buying mgp juice and then aging it and bottling it yeah
0: 1776 yeah that whole line everything is uh mgp at the
4: moment
5: yeah. There's not, nothing wrong if we're doing something consistently.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: I hope it tastes good because it sure does look pretty. Scott, I mean, nosy notes.
4: So hopefully everybody has warmed up because there are no nosy notes, tasting notes, or finish notes because this is a one-off barrel and there's so much controversy around it that all I could find was people bitching about the barrel being stolen.
7: So. <laughs> and I assure you... This was not one of the stolen <laughs> bourbon.
5: It didn't, it didn't fall off the back of a truck?
7: Legally purchased. through <laughs> bourbon enthusiast. Oh, it smells
0: really freaking good. It smells oh, like yeah. an MGP bourbon. Oh my gosh. Vanilla and just no, sex. Mean,
3: did you say vanilla and sex? Yeah, oh yeah. It's <laughs> oh, it got, got some very bite. very sweet. I'm really very happy sweet. with this. Yeah. It's got I'm a really, bite. I'm really, really happy with this. For sure. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Oh, that sweetness rounds it out mm-hmm. so nicely. Mm-hmm. That's a good finish. Oh, yeah. It's
0: a nice, lingering sweetness.
3: Mm-hmm. That's comfortable. Yeah, I've been very, drink, very, very okay. I stand Super by my okey. nose,
0: vanilla and sex. I mean, yeah. nose, taste, finish.
7: <laughs> That's really nice. A little
4: bit of butterscotch
7: on that. Nose yeah. I was just yeah. going to
6: say butterscotch too because I was thinking that I wanted to eat a blondie with it. Like a Ooh. butterscotch, mm-hmm. like a warm blondie. Mm-hmm.
5: Is there ever a time to not eat a blondie?
0: Could you imagine the caramel you can make
3: out of this? Oh, yeah. Holy forking shirt. Throw
0: it, <laughs> throw it over some vanilla
1: ice cream.
5: You know, There's a little nice good place rich, reference for... there. Appreciate mm-hmm. that. Thank you. Great show. Thank you.
0: There's a lot of oils clinging to this glass, too. Mm-hmm. A lot. Like, you nice. you hold up the last two. I mean, the, the Mizuno oak has, like, hardly any. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, <laughs> hit the microphone. It's all right.
5: But no, you're you're right that I mean it has it has a great viscosity to it. Mm-hmm. I love calling them the tears of the whiskey in in the Irish fashion. It's yeah. much better than than the legs. Yeah. I love that basically, you know, Irish people are sorrowful about essentially everything. But yeah, this is it's this is pretty good. I will say though that having tried it I probably, it's good, it's very drinkable, but I don't know that, I mean, I feel like Crazy Naz probably alienated a bunch of people, it sounds like, and got himself in all kind of trouble as distributors over something that... Oh, fuck him, he's is, in California, he's nothing yeah. to do with us. Yeah, it's, it's. It, I mean, it's good, but, you know, if he, if he kind of ruined his business
3: over it, he may have
5: jumped the gun there.
3: Because <laughs> he's got guns on the bottle. Oh. oh.
5: That pun was totally unintentional, but yeah. <laughs>
0: No, this is uh, I brought a high proof bourbon with me today, three year old, and it doesn't even come close to standing up to this. I love this. Yeah, this, this is, is my favorite thing we've drank so far yeah, today. This mm-hmm.
3: far and away, on the porch,
0: you know, yeah. smoking a cigar, mm-hmm. fall, spring, not summer. I sweat too it's much in the summer. You know? Yeah, yeah,
5: it's would go nice with something it's mm-hmm. like really a really peppery cigar. Definitely, and it'll definitely stand up to ice. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean. Just mm-hmm. put a nice big ice ball in there.
4: I like the fact that they're very upfront with the fact that they work with MGP. Good. Oh, yeah. Some distillers will try to hide that fact. You can't hide it on the label. They still legally have to put on there. Distilled in Indiana. Yep. But you know they actually put it right there on their website. They're not ashamed of it.
5: Yeah, I, I appreciate that too, because you mm-hmm. like said. I mean, don't sell me somebody else's juice in your fancy bottle for. A crazy amount of money, and tell
0: me. Well, we'll find out in ten years when they release their first ten-year-old whiskey. What you know, what, what if it's going to stand up, and if they hit that flavor profile too? Mm-hmm. So we'll see how they stand up. Although Las Vegas, that might be some rapid aging compared to Indiana.
5: So, I mean, I would definitely yeah, next time we're in Vegas, yeah. I definitely go pay them a visit. And you know, it's funny. I, it was funny in the story when it was mentioned that they had to make a distilling license for them. But Vegas is weird because it's kind of a. This time the pun is totally intended. Desert of, you know, craft brewing and, you know, whiskey and stuff like that. Because most people go there and they just drink for free in the casinos and get liquored up. And, you know, there's there's one really good brew pub that we found in a few times we've been to Vegas. And, yeah, this would be a good addition to the city. I would totally check them out.
2: Rating?
6: What's the price to be find out? Oh, yeah.
2: Good point. One twelve.
0: So one of thirty-four illegal bottles is sitting up in front of us,
5: and it one hundred twelve a bottle. I don't on this. I don't okay. know that I would go to the trouble for hazing it, but it, it, it's good, and I would definitely want to try it and be able to say mm-hmm. that I had it.
6: Um, I'm going to go with Haas on this one. Okay, folks,
5: this... this is important before she goes any further, because. Up until recently, my good lady wife did not really like bourbon or rye and was only recently learning to love these things. So, it's impressive. Well, so you're
6: going Haas, too, because...
5: No, I'm still going to go downtown. <laughs> but happy wife, happy life. I would buy you a <laughs> bottle if you wanted
2: it. He's just pointing out the fact that you gave a Haas rating and you're very new
6: right, to yeah.
2: the whiskey it, world. This so, yeah. is
6: actually one that I feel like this is so far of the ones that we've had. This is the one that's blowing my skirt up. Um, I feel like this is what I would want to drink after a long day at work because it does have a little bit of a little mm-hmm. bit of a bite to it. Mm-hmm. And then I'd want to eat the brownie and the, the blondie sure. afterwards.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's absolutely delicious. Scotty,
6: this is an absolute pass for me. It, it just
4: checks all the notes, the story, the bottle, and then the juice inside is just absolutely legit. And I'm a bourbon guy through and through. That's that's my first love. So, for sure. No, I can't get it, but it is at Aaron's Pass.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with pretty much everybody here except for Mark. Because <laughs> apparently he's... I'm uh, cheap. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, if you can get it for 112 bucks a bottle, I mean, there's also other $200. I mean, shit, Angels Envy just dropped their seller uh, release today. I spent $500 on two bottles. You know what I mean? I'm not afraid to spend money on whiskey. So if I could find this for 2 250 a bottle, I would genuinely get it. That's, that's my take on it. I just think this is, this is great. I mean, and then if you're going to Vegas, you can mule for me. So, I mean, I'm not much of a Vegas guy, but you can go to the distillery, pick me up a bottle, you know.
5: I mean, I could, I, I'm in DC almost every week, so if you want stuff, you will, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: mean, yeah, I travel as well for work, so it's. For 200, that's, yeah. probably. 200 yeah, that's bucks. I think 200 bucks on that bottle is reasonable. I think when you get into the threes, I may have to think about it. Like I said, I mean, I spent 250 a bottle today on Angel's Envy, but that's only because I'm a huge. I mean, that was like the first bourbon I ever really got into, was yeah. Angel's Envy.
5: So. Yeah. You can fuck right off with 1000 for a bottle. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. I mean, 1000 <laughs> bucks a bottle.
0: Uh, Fine Wine and Good Spirits had a 52-year-old single grain. Granted, single grain, but it was a 1000 bucks a bottle. You can get a 52-year-old scotch for $1,000 a bottle versus this swill in comparison. <laughs> On that note, I'm just going to finish this.
3: Yeah.
2: Rating, Zach. Haas.
3: Haas for days.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I-, I was going back and forth um, between a Haas and a downtown and i think i'm going to i think i'm going to swing to the hass hass uh, rating as well um i love the the story that's behind this bottle i think this would pair very well with a cigar yeah and for those two reasons alone and 112 isn't too bad that's not you know that's i'm going to have to like you know take my wife out to dinner first before i i try to talk her into let me buy this bottle but just don't uh, let her
0: how much it, she doesn't need to know you got eh, you got a joint account
2: yeah no, but <laughs> oh, you're set. Or no, you do knows. what I do, and you take the convert guy.
5: your wife into being a whiskey drinker.
2: Um, she, she's, she's never slowly, again. Are you asked? She's
5: slowly working into it. Yeah. Listen, all
0: I have to say is take the advice from the guy who was married six months and I got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong. It's like so. that's
5: like when I, you know I, I made that comment when we were doing the sound check, mm. and Scotty sounded like Delilah there. Mm. I love when people call into her show and. You know, she's like four times married, and she's giving people relationship advice. <laughs> like, mm, you're really the person to be telling people about mm-hmm. how to do their relationships?
0: <laughs> and don't you talk shit on Delilah.
6: I was just going to say, yeah. go back and forth about that. All the time. <laughs>
5: was she really married four times? I think so. Oh, wow. Because she talks about that all the time on her show. Like, yeah,
6: and you would only know that if you listen to it. So why are you talking Yeah,
2: because of you. <laughs> so uh, the, the, the audience members are telling us seven times. What?
0: All right, I, my opinion's slightly. <laughs> Wait, slightly. And Google
2: searches is, is, is now happening. It's
0: on the internet. It's true, end of story. Thank you
2: right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is this technically our first live, considering we have an audience? <laughs> Congratulations.
3: Scott. Right.
2: Yay.
3: We did it. We're done.
2: Yeah, we quit. Um, all right, Scotty, what's the last one?
5: Okay, we're moving on to number four for the evening.
2: Wait, I didn't finish.
4: I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going into the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection.
2: (sighs) I'm so excited for this one. Me too. This
4: is the Thomas H. Handy Sazerac Straight White Whiskey.
3: Sazerac—that's fun to say.
4: It is fun to say.
5: And Sazeracs are fun to drink. Mm. I love a good Sazerac.
4: So, just a little bit on the Sazerac and its history. Um, Antoine Pichard. Creole immigrant, operated a pharmacy on the French Quarter's Royal Street in 1838. With his background as an apothecary, his friends would gather for late-night revelry at his pharmacy. Rashad would mix brandy, absinthe, and a dash of his secret bitters for his guests. Later, this quaff would become known as the Sazerac. Um, After the drink, there was the bar. The cocktail immediately spread in popularity at the city's finest coffee houses, which was the term for drinking establishments during the mid-1800s. However, the cocktail is most strongly associated with the wildly popular Sazerac coffee house located on Exchange Hour. In 1850, the owner, Sewell Taylor, institutionalized the drink at his coffee house by using only Sazerac to forge at Phil's brandy. And I just... Absolutely butchered that, which he imported and sold exclusively. The Sazerac cocktail received its name from this coffee house where it was most often imbibed. Then from there, a company was born. In 1869, Thomas H. Handy purchased the Sazerac coffee house and began to acquire and market brands of liquor. He bought out the rights to Pechard's Bitters in 1873. In the 1890s, his company began to bottle market the Sazerac cocktail, now made with rye whiskey instead of brandy. In addition, the company operated the Sazerac bar on Royal Street. Later, Handy's former, former secretary, C.J. O'Reilly, chartered the Sazerac Company. Ever since, except for a slight stint as a delicatessen and grocery vendor during Prohibition, the Sazerac Company has distilled an ever-increasing line of fine spirits. And for people that do not know... Uh, Sazerac Company owns both Buffalo Trace and the Barton Distillery, which produces the uh, 1792 mm-hmm. line of barbons. Zachary?
3: Let's look at our handy dandy notes. Um, the image on the bottle is of the Sazerac Coffee House on Exchange Alley in New Orleans. Oh, I like it. I mean, it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward, no fuss, no muss. Well, feels because it's the BTAC.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. it it falls along the lines of the how the rest of the the basics mm-hmm. and, the, and the labels look for, mm-hmm. for BTAC. so yeah it's going to fall along those lines yeah
3: no I like it though i mean it feels it actually they printed the ink right on the bottle so it has a cool feel to it um and they made it feel kind of heritage just kind of dating back to how old this goes and how this is an original you know um no I like it
1: what, i kind of what year this. is this
3: one this
5: is Let's the see.
4: 2019. Yes, 2019.
5: I like when they when they do that with like the antique collection, where they kind of standardize the bottle design. Like mm-hmm. it's the same thing mm-hmm. with like Scotch Bond Whisky Society. All of their bottles basically look pretty much the same,
3: mm-hmm. and yeah. but it's yeah. a cool design. It's cool. I like it.
5: So the age on this
4: is six years, and we're sitting at 125.7 proof.
5: It's a spicy meatball. I'm
2: going out with a bang.
4: So I do have a couple of tasting notes <clears> for this one. So it's powerful, lush, and boldly spicy. Flavors of lush. coffee, thick cake, and candied fruit, followed by mint, and cinnamon, and clove. There's that clove again. The finish ultimately reveals it's subtle lunch. notes of allspice, and coconut gem, and nutmeg. Long and warm. It's different.
3: It's different. I've never had something like that before. I've never had a rye. I don't believe this high. It's got proof. a
2: weird, yeah. in a good way, like the aftertaste. Okay. Or I should say the finish. Yeah. Because it goes, it, it's right up front. Then there's something there. It's, it's, it's really I'm getting the sweet. mint to yeah, that in handy ski, yeah, that's a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah, it's like a it's,
0: smarty.
5: And it's and it's weirdly like smooth for something that's such so high proof. Yeah. Like Typically, if I'm if I'm drinking yeah. something that's I mean this is basically cask strength. Mm-hmm. You know, I would proof it down slightly with a few drops of water. But I don't feel the need
3: to do that with this. No, that's really is, drinkable for.
0: High I'm getting groups. a tartness Amazing. on the finish, like a sweet tartness. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's a little waxy. Like it almost makes my uh, jaw kind of like that cloyingly tartness sweet. Mm-hmm. I think that's where that smarty notes coming from. Is is Does anybody know the mash bill on this? Is it 100% rye? Because my only experience in Scott, you, uh, the PWF Tom Foolery rye was that cast strength. I can't recall. And that was just so chocolatey and malty and good, and this is just a completely different beast. I mean, that was 100% rye.
5: I feel like this so, is too, swi- too sweet to be uh, 100% rye yeah. in Nashville. There's got to be at least like, enough corn in there to add like a decent amount of sweetness, but it's high rye. It's definitely yeah. high rye. Well,
0: I mean, it has to be 51% minimum, yeah. so.
5: So the studio audience is chiming in, and
4: we believe it's at the 51% rye threshold. So, so barely.
5: Got a lot of sweetness. Yeah, to it, but I mean, it's, it's definitely amazing. doing its own thing. And, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to make a Sazerac out of the Sazerac. <laughs> That's I sacrilege. Have the fig and the
6: oh, fruit. dude, I, l- I love
5: like Sazeracs.
0: Candy fruit, that
5: <laughs> makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: It makes me feel like I should eat a fruitcake or something with it. It almost has like a, like, I get the fig.
0: I want to host this donut stick. You know, those like, really? gl- yeah. hmm. I don't know why this that like crazy glaze, glaze that like super sweetness may cut the sweetness down on this. I'm also very uh, fruit cakes are too oh. yuppy for me. No, I keep,
6: well, we you make need a to try every fruit. year. That's so <laughs> family free
5: cake is okay. Great.
0: It's like lots of brandy. Well, and you and didn't invite it. me over. I mulled that Yamazaki for you, and you never called me since.
7: Well, I'm hurt. I've, it's okay. We, we moved. <laughs> so I don't live in Carnegie anymore. But you're welcome to come back. I actually have a couple
5: of fruitcakes I made for the hollies in the freezer, and I would love to challenge you to try the fru- my family's fruitcake recipe. I bet you'd like it. Fruitcake
6: challenge. <laughs> no, that's it. I like it. I just get that, like, the fruitcake has those, like, pieces of the weird candied pineapple, and I kind of get mm-hmm. a little bit of that tart candied yeah. pineapple yeah. taste. Mm-hmm. For
5: sure. Fun. This is amazing, though. It makes me sad that I didn't win a bottle in the lotto this year. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you could always pay six hundred dollars on the secondary market.
7: I, I could but right <laughs> after my ski trip to hell. <laughs> How much, right, there right On the secondary market, they're going rates four twenty
0: five. Oh, that's that's a steal 25. for Vtac.
7: So it used to be three and a quarter. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. It was the secondary, and it's gone up over
5: the last. I'd do the three and a quarter. I don't, I don't know I, if I'd spend like, three and a quarter on it. I feel like four hundred. It's unique enough, I and mean, I'll go 100. into that when
0: we do our ratings. Yeah,
5: out of all out of all the rides that I have at home, I mean, this one like has just a very something very unique about it. I'm hoping that when we get into the, uh, the, the the would you buy it that Joanna will say no, she wouldn't, because then I could get a bottle and just drink it by <laughs> myself.
0: <laughs> well, she wouldn't buy, it, but that doesn't mean she wouldn't drink it if yeah, it was in the, home yeah, yeah, if it's the, the two
7: house. Different. It's
2: free yeah, game, right? Yeah, yeah. So on that note, what's your rating, Mark? <laughs> Oh, I, I'd house
5: this. This is my favorite of the night.
6: I'm going to throw it out. <laughs> it's actually not my favorite at all. I think maybe it's partially because I'm not. Rye is a thing that I'm only just starting to get into.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, and so, like, it's a little bit. It's, it's I, think it, I think the fruitcake feeling for me is too close to the clove thing. So that's a specific Joanna uh, mm-hmm. tasting sure. issue that I might never get over.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, that's okay. Whiskey is a
3: very individual thing
4: but I think rye is definitely an acquired taste, so I can understand why that may not have worked for you. Uh, for me, this is a house the house, all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, if I could get it at MSRP, I might buy two.
3: Yeah. What is it, MSRP, not?
4: 99. 99.
3: Yeah, like 100. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: All the, all the BTAC is. Mm-hmm. That's only if you
4: win the lottery. Yes.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. Or Ohio. Or Ohio.
4: Ohio.
1: hmm
0: 250 is not a bad price on the secondary. If if I could pick it up for 250, it makes it it makes it a different story. Like I said, I mean I'm not afraid to spend money on a good bourbon, but I I throw it out for. And there's a rye that gets no love is and, and, and I don't know why. Probably because it's a Beam product and it's like the Beam's weird cousin. Um, Yellowstone makes a rye, Case mm, Minor. Mm-hmm. It is my favorite rye. I've
5: heard good things about
0: that. I'm and, actually curious. You know it. it's only it's only 45 percent. It's a sherry cask finished rye. It is so good. And I just can't justify spending twice that at retail, you know. It, it, but this is its own beast, you mm. know. It, 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 it's that, just so that, unique. It is very unique, but it's just so hard to get. I hate Buffalo Trays because they're Offs. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily it's not necessarily their fault. I, no, I, I actually want a bottle of William Weller. You know, so uh, I, yeah. I, I've won the lottery. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one, and I certainly wouldn't downtown it because any whiskey bar in Pittsburgh is going to charge you. 30 to 50 glass yeah so i mean that's like probably more and there's and like like i said i mean the pwf tom fuller Y was it was its own beast too and that was what 60 bottle 60 bucks for the bottle i mean so i mean there's i think rye just depends on how you do it and just Mm -hmm. the way it ends up like i I, every rye i've really tried has been different you Mm -hmm. know angels envy rum cask finish Sazerac now Mm -hmm. Case or Tom Foolery. It's just maybe
2: Raj the, just has that
7: the Angels, envy,
2: the Angels Envy Rum Finish. Oh, so right is ridiculous.
0: Did you ever get a taste of the Unicorn Blend? No. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But so we, we, we went down Angel's Angel's to
2: uh, we huh. went for a, bat, a bachelor party. We did um, some mm-hmm. of the tour. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Some of the trails. Excuse me. And we did Angels Envy, mm-hmm. and that it's that's where all of us had the rye for the first time, and. We recorded that night. You know, I had brought the equipment yep. with me and we set up and recorded. And although a lot of them gave it a downtown, yeah. it was still just like the most fascinating ride that any of us had ever had because well, the nose on that is oh, yeah. out of this
0: world mm-hmm. good. Well, let me ask you this MSRP to MSRP, they're the same. What are you going to take?
2: Between this one and the
0: yeah <sighs> Angels Envy. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah.
2: I mean, he, he, People want to say this because this is BTAC and it's harder to get, but Aaron's would, such a good guy. Hold on. Obligatory. I would – uh, <laughs> 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 uh, so, so, see, now I now I feel like – I, I like help. the Angels 70 better. I don't my know. favorite sound.
3: Aaron
1: has <laughs> called
2: shenanigans. Aaron's called shenanigans?
1: On Aaron
4: has called shenanigans. He has introduced to us in 2018 on
2: SH Handy. Oh. He has that one as well oh you're holding it oh okay sorry
0: zach i got you all wet <laughs>
2: it's my sultry voice it's my sultry oh voice God, That's what zach rating
0: this is mm. did you get a bottle of this mark when it was this is I a tough one.
3: sadly did not this is a tough one for me i'm i used to be right there i used to be a no rye ever kind of guy and oh. then mm-hmm. um and I have slowly actually started to develop a bit of a love affair for good Rise. For sure. Um,
6: what was your gateway drug for Rise? Because I'm yeah. interested in the Sherry Cast one because I like stuff in Sherry the,
3: the two gateway for me actually were younger Rise and they're local. It was Liberty Pole's Rye. Oh. Peated or non? Non peated first, okay. but I love their peated. Okay. Um, which is weird for me because I hate peat. Yeah, I hate peat as But well. I love their peated rye, and I love their peated bourbon. I can't get Liberty Pole's either one peated yet. bourbon is what got
5: me into loving peated scotches. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Anyways.
3: And I could talk about that for hours. But, um, we have. The, the, uh, we have. Yeah, listen to the old episodes. Um, but the other one that got me into this was, in actually, it was actually a cask-strength rye from Stolen Wolf. Oh, that oh, stolen yeah. wolf is amazing. The cast strength for ride, sure. It's like one, 115 percent. We had it when we were down at PA Libations talking mm-hmm. to Christian, 30. and um, Dana poured it for Dana, us. She was like, "All right, you don't like rise? I got two rise for you. Mm-hmm. I love them both. This up, and now I have both of them in my house. Mm-hmm. So
5: ironically, to close the circle, there we had friends visiting from New Orleans. That I took to PA libations and that stolen wolf cask strength rye is after trying you know a bunch mm-hmm. of things that's what they bought. So and good, and then you know, mm-hmm. thankfully they left the rest of the bottle with me and I finished it <laughs> off because it was amazing. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's it's, we, it's phenomenal. We
3: actually had the opportunity to um, meet Eric Wolf at the Rebellion at festival. the Rebellion Festival last summer. And when we were there, we got to talking, and I was like, dude, your rye whiskey was one of the ones that got me on board. And he still had, like, maybe three-quarters of their tasting bottle left, and he was like, oh, well here.
2: And now I have his tasting bottle sitting in my house right now, and it's, it's so good.
3: That's my good mood drink.
2: And, and, and Dana, the, the best part of that one is Dana had you picked from the get-go. She did. No. You said, I don't she like did. rye, and she said, you're going to have these two. And I love them. Both. He's been hooked ever since, and it's fantastic. So,
3: and and my palate has slowly been expanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've and and the other thing too is with with rye whiskeys, I find that there's so many different levels. It's not just pepper. Like, no, for people sure. People who aren't people who don't like rye, they often say, "Oh, I don't like it rye because it's all pepper." And it's like, I mean, in some cases, that's true. The ryes I don't like are all pepper. But there are plenty of ryes out there with so much more nuance and layers and a mm-hmm. level of sweetness. And like that, like like with this one, something I love about this is like that sweet apricot vanilla that kind of bounces out the pepper a little bit. And I think it just plays so well together. I, I, I do love this rye. But at that price, I just don't know if I can For justify. Sure. I'm going to go downtown with it. Because if I really wanted to treat myself one night, like if it's like my. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yo, So, um, if you really wanted to do that, like like for your birthday or something like that, I would totally justify like a $30 pour of this. And I would okay. love it every minute I was sipping it, but I cannot spend over $300 on a bottle of But it's it so
5: me. unique as far as ryes go. It well, well, because, is, and yeah, I you're love it. There is a big spectrum. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I often introduce uh, you, Sagamore is a gateway rye for people because it's mm-hmm. much more approachable and easy drinking and not nearly as spicy as some other ones. But this is just, I I don't know. I mean, I like a really spicy, Mm -hmm. you know, complex rye, but this is, it's unique enough that I would own it for that reason alone. Like with all the other ryes I have in the bar at home, Mm -hmm. it's very unique.
6: Not sure that spicy is actually my barrier because I like cask strength stuff. I like it's a different kind of spice. More, but mm-hmm. I just I like things that have a little bit more bite, sure. I like things that have a sure. little bit more of that pepper. And so I'm not sure I'm not really sure. Oh, well, what then it you is. might it's like that's my that too. It's pretty
0: peppery. So Aaron brought out the uh the that's an eighteen, Aaron. Yes, yeah. the eighteen uh sass. And it's a completely different beast. I can a hundred percent say the eighteen compared to the nineteen. If somebody held a gun to my head and said, "You have four hundred dollars. You're buying a bottle of Saz," I'd go nineteen. I think the 18s too classic of a rye. It's not unique enough. That's just
5: yeah. I I agree. the, eight, the eighteen is good, but again, the nineteen is. I don't usually drink whiskey and think mint, and yeah, I didn't and get, mint, and get but... those different. You know, and it, I, I don't know. There's just something really, really unique about this that is speaking to me that. Yeah.
6: Well, I would point out that I said I was going to throw it out, but then I ended up drinking my whole taste. So there you go. I, I w- guess I guess I might not. You, throw it you, you threw it out. <laughs> I will your say when I took my
3: first sip of this, I was thrown a little bit. I was like, I can tell this is good. Yeah, but it's weird because it's different. I've never had anything like this. But the more I drank it, and the more my palate adjusted to it, mm-hmm. the more I fell in love with it. It's like 100. percent I prefer Aaron.
0: Also brought out the PWF Tom pick. I prefer that better. You know, the there's a reason because there's a reason
5: it's. Is anyone else balls. as they as they keep drinking the Sazerac? I'm almost getting a little bit of licorice on the finish. Okay. Like the more I drink it, the more the finish I'm kind of like. There's a little bit of anise, a little bit of licorice on the finish. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: still getting smarties. I'm still getting smarties. Yeah.
5: Side yeah, story side here.
0: You got to pull up nice. to the mic though, because we're not repeating this shit
7: again. Side story that'll break Zach. <laughs> break Zach's heart.
3: What are you going to do to me, man? I'm not coming back if this
7: is bad. Uh, when the group only had maybe, maybe we were 500, 700 members, we were invited to do the tasting of a cast strength rye with stolen wolf. And yeah, we participated in that. Um, the audience got to pick which ones went to bottle. The one we loved didn't. So we entertained buying that barrel. At the time, we didn't have enough. Our group membership was too low. We couldn't. We just couldn't swag it. it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it
0: was. Is it, it still, was still for crazy. sale? Is that barrel gone? It's gone. <laughs> that was.
2: That was. <laughs> yeah. That was. You fall, don't
1: know that for a fact.
2: That was fall 2018. That's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe it's they just sold, put sold it reserves. PA, rises. Yeah. in reserves. So, Zach, <laughs> just for reference, remember how Dana pulled out her bottle <laughs> of like their pick. Yeah. That's the pick he's talking about. Fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> not not what I mean, the one that ended up winning of that little tasting tasting that's what she pulled out. No because that
3: that was that was the first so she 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 was kind of
2: mean she gave us what was available at the shop (laughs) and then she pulled out the the last bottle of their pick that was hers that she's she keeps there and she was like try this too and I was like like, now I
3: want things I've ever had in my life she's like well you can't get it anymore and I was like son of a I
5: hate when that there's a liquor store in DC that I go to sometimes it's the same thing where like they keep a bunch of open bottles and the the family that runs it are like, Yeah, try this, try that. And I hate when you go on there and they're like, Oh, try this and you're like, Oh, this is amazing. And like, well, we only have the open bottle, so you're ass out of luck. <laughs> yeah. Can I buy
1: that?
3: Yeah. Can I buy what's left? I'm glad I to have experienced it because I'm better for it, but it made me
7: sad that it'll never happen again. Mm-hmm. So it made us very sad that we couldn't we couldn't swing the purchase. We just our membership was too low at that time.
3: Mm-hmm. How are we doing
7: now? Uh we're over we're around twelve hundred now. So I mean our, our barrel picks... The most part have gone pretty well. Mm-hmm. Certain ones do better than others. In sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some people
0: will get that reference. I mean, have,
7: I mean,
5: soon I'm not gonna be able to drink for seven <laughs> months and I'll be in anyways. Right? Yeah. We have our maker's mark pick coming it.
7: up here soon.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited for that one.
7: That's our just, just the PWF pick. Mm-hmm. So we had done one with nice uh, Cleveland Bourbon Co op. We did just our pick, and our pick is we tried to uh, recreate and enhance the curmudgeon's blend. Which was a blend that was done by uh, Michael Beach, uh, Lou mm-hmm. Bryson, Fred Minnick, um, somebody else. I always forget the fourth person. He's not as famous. I'm terrible. He's not as
2: famous. <laughs> um, not as famous. <laughs> we,
7: we like Fuck that. him. We love that blend. The Curmudgeon's blend was one of our favorites of what was that 2017, 2018? seventeen, twenty
5: eighteen. I'm sold based on the name alone. Mm-hmm. And uh,
7: it's a it's a if you're if, if you're a longtime bourbon lover, it's it's in that wheelhouse. of bourbon.
2: Good. I I'm excited for this
7: well. card. Yeah. Yeah,
0: oh shit! Do you want This is an exclusive.
7: Whiskey is better with friends.
3: <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Mind blown.
7: Yeah. So we we uh, well, I mean, every pick we do, we try to convince the company to allow us to have it at the cast strength. For sure. Send it to us. At. Yeah. All of them have rules and fair enough. Gosh, that usually.
5: That's why the more I find that I get into whiskey, I want to buy cask strength. For sure. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, proof it down yourself. Yeah, I'm going to proof it down to my palate. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, you know, to use an example, um, I was at a bar in D.C. and uh, Catoctin Creek was there, one of her rep, one of their reps, and she was doing sampling. And she gave me a sampling of, like, their baseline that I think was, like, I don't know, 40% ABV or something like that. Okay. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's like drinking water. What else do you have? And... <laughs> You know, then then she went like ran to her car and got a bottle of the cask strength and I was like, Alright, now you're talking my language, you know.
0: <laughs> Bobby's Mr. Cask Strength, correct? Right? Mm-hmm. Bobby's yeah. Mr. Ride
3: the Dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean
5: I usually again a cask strength I'll add because, again I wanna I wanna try to cask strength and then Sorry, I wanna I'm hiding in my garage, they can't they know. They know we're all talking the cars out front won't raise details.
3: suspicions at all.
5: <laughs> yeah, I want to try to cast strength, and then I want to add a couple <laughs> drops of water and open it up and see what else I discover. Mm-hmm. And I, I want—I want that complete journey. I don't want
3: someone else to make those life decisions for me. We had a cast strength up from Bobby. Which one was it? In the advent <laughs> he has calendar. A lot. No, during the Evan Calendar, we had a cast strength from Bobby that we were like, oh, this is a downtown. And then we'd put some water in it, and we were like, holy fucking shirt balls. Well, yep.
2: most of his were cast yeah, strength, I, but the I, final like one like was the, Daniels. yeah we, uh, the we, barrel we, proof. We yeah, that's my combo proof. of like, I'm going <laughs> to swear,
3: but not as much. Um, That one was
2: with like three drops of water, and that completely his, the, changed the The, the, the last three, three of his, we enjoyed... With like one, maybe two drops of water, and it Completely just surprised it. Like, it, it, people think you make this shit up, but literally, you no. put two drops of water in something for sure. and it changes it, it was drastically. Totally and it did that for us, and it opened it up so Japanese much.
0: That's what's ridiculous. great about task strength and just experimenting with whiskey yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. I know I reached, I got all tuned up one night uh, by myself It's been like $40 on Taco Bell, but that's another story. Um, Go on. And that same <laughs> night, so long story, you get listen. so <laughs> I'm like, uh, what you did can't, I get? I think. Lead us stories and then so, just kind of... I believe it was the night I bought the. What the hell did I bring here tonight? The 10 year old. Yeah, yeah, no, Oshiki. Was it the Oshiki 10? Oh, we're still so,
3: talking about whiskey. I was talking about Taco Bell. No, no, no. It's getting there. It's getting there.
0: I was like, it was the day I bought that. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm having some Oshiki 10. Like, I love Yamazaki, and I was sadly disappointed. So I worked my way through like six other whiskeys, and I'm sitting on my own couch. So they were heavy pours, mm-hmm. and I got pretty tuned up, and uh, I was like, I'm going to Postmate me some Taco Bell.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the next morning, I found out I put it on my company's corporate card. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say that was an awkward email to HR. <laughs> that's
2: right.
0: Hey, I was with like six friends, and uh, that's why it was forty dollars. Meanwhile, it was me. I bought a taco twelve pack, three state caceritos. You know,
3: um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about. And, and let me reimburse you, so, please. Don't fire me.
5: So, anyways, that I, I same may stop night, home.
0: yeah. So they ended up just uh, garnishing my wages for that pay, but um, you know they were really cool about it. So shout out to Alpha, Alpha Capital Partners. Um, <laughs> I know so, I uh, so
3: hate the hashtag. On the bottle, but uh, hashtag worth it.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, the best thing is, I wasn't getting, I just got paid. So, like, it didn't get taken on. Like, I had an extra $40 for two weeks.
2: It was great. Um, so, um, Zach asked, I never gave my rating, but that's fine because I like when other people talk. Do you matter? Me. No, not at all. John matters okay. so no. much. <laughs> I, I'm going to give it a hash just because I, I, I'm gonna, a hash at MSRP. Do not pay. Secondary prices for this. If you're lucky what, enough, what's
5: the most you would pay for a
2: bottle? A hundred dollars. You wouldn't pay like two or three? No. 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 I'm no. I'm I'm real picky when it gets above hundred, just because that's not. I'm a teacher and that's not my budget. Diminishing returns.
0: Diminishing returns. <laughs> so,
3: I'm gonna give the Thomas Handy a house because I finished my glass. Okay. And I out and I was sad when it was gone. Okay.
6: Yeah, see, I had to bump my rating too because I finished mine as
3: well. And the more I drank it, the more I loved it. I won't pay $300 for a bottle, but no. I'd, I'd pay the $99. Yeah. I'd even pay the $200. 300 pushing it, but,
5: mm-hmm. but the 200 I mean, because again, it's just so unique.
3: And I got, Sig- I got wait, 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 wait. No, one
5: thing
0: I to want to say: Six years old for $200. Mic drop.
2: Mm. End of episode. Brandon, <laughs> 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 No. Uh. <laughs> I mean, boom, boom. Bon, bon. So before we end the show, we have another edit because, you know, live studio audience. Delilah, four times married. Oh, you looked it up. I well. was right. They, yeah. Our, our, our studio audience, our, our fact checkers took care of it for us. Four times, not Called seven. It. <laughs> yeah.
3: My personal Sorry, Delilah. I didn't know I'm that. to be So
0: Don't
2: <laughs> thank you guys for participating in the very first seven. Pittsburgh Whiskey Table. Like I said, uh, depending on how, uh, how, how this does and how long it takes me to edit. Um, <laughs> I do want to say that the camera died, so I doubt the video is coming out. But maybe we'll have like, snippets well, as like partial a trailer. Well, like a will Facebook 30-second clips. It'll like, like, clips. Yeah, so it'll like well, Instagram stories yeah, and, stuff. and stuff. I don't, I don't show up hashtag. on anyway, so <laughs> it's fine. So... Um, the Thomas H. Handy. that's where it cut out. The okay, longest discussion. Yeah, the longest discussion.
3: <laughs> oh, good. We lost all the meat. Oh, cool. So
2: <laughs> once again, thank you three for joining us. Um, thank you, Scott and Aaron, for helping us uh, put this together. Putting it together. Not helping us. I just showed up uh, for so, putting this together.
3: Join us next time as I spend an entire episode explaining why Pantone colors matter.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally following right I now. I yeah. will yeah. Just for that. Thank
3: you. <laughs> So. I am a millennial. God damn it. <laughs> I am not, but
6: I'm a big fan of Pantone. Yeah.
3: Hell yes. Same all right.
2: I'm on the Pantone train. All right. You can join too. Mm-hmm. You're not invited. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if, if you listen at home, don't, you know, play in the home game, enjoyed this show, uh, make sure there's a couple different ways that you can support the show, right? You can check out our, our social media Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure to give a like and a follow to all of those. Um, uh, Another way to, uh, you know, show love for the show is our Patreon page. We are working on it. One a, of our
3: favorite ways to show love for the show. It is a favorite way
2: to do it. We are working on another level. Um, we're kind of working out the details a little bit. When that comes, um, when that goes live, we will definitely make a post about it.
3: It will be called It's Over 9,000.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what's what's the other website that we uh, – Oh, Dramit.threadless.com. Where you can it, buy buddy. all of your favorite T-shirts.
3: Mm-hmm. Next one's going to be – It's the cat.
2: The final way you can support the show is rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever it is. Give us a rate and review and uh, just show us some love. We love hearing back from our uh, our listeners. Zachary, sir, cheers to you.
3: John, buddy. Cheers to you.
2: And cheers Cheers to you. Hey, one take. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Woo.